Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org. Good morning. For Every Day is Earth Day today, we are talking with Betty Winkworth. She is the co-chair for the Mankato Area Zero Waste Organization. And today we're going to be talking about the Will Marth incinerator here in the Mankato area. And it goes back to spring when there was a public commentary option while the Wilmarth plant was talking about renewing its permit. And Betty took part in this public comment and they had some concerns about the Wilmarth plant. Good morning, Betty. Good morning. I don't know if I explained that exactly how yeah. it went. So sounds good. Talk a little. You have some strong concerns about the Wilmarth plant and it has to do with their em- emissions, basically. Right, emissions, but the, some they're calling it environmental justice or injustice, as you say. Yeah. Right. So there are. There are a couple of issues and even a few more that have gotten tacked on since we found out about this. But it did start with uh, a public comment. I was given some data that was really eye-opening, taken from the MPCA data system. It's public, you know, information. And our data person selected out the things I was interested in. And we were astonished that for all the hoopla that the incinerator in Hennepin County in Minneapolis, and that's called HERC, Hennepin Energy Resource Center, or Recovery Center, I think. But what it does is it takes solid waste, trash, and shreds it and then burns it. To convert to energy. Yes. I'm just making it very simple. Sure. But but the one in the Twin Cities is a lot bigger than ours, isn't it? It's double the size in in what they take in every year. And yet... The emissions I was, lo- the ones I, w- I looked at were like something they call nitrogen oxides or NOx. And that was it at the HERC. They were just bemoaning, uh, the, the surrounding community was bemoaning the fact that HERC had 805,000 pounds of nitrous oxide in the last year data was, was available. In what does that mean? Is that bad? Is that yeah, okay. it's not good. Okay, not good. all right. <laughs> it's not good. It's one of the things that is linked to respiratory diseases, inflammation, asthma, and it is one of the indicators they watch for. Okay, so that one in Hennepin County was producing, I said, 805,000. And when I looked at the data on Wilmarth, we were p- producing a little over a million pounds and, and we are half pl- yeah half the size yeah okay. well at least half the the tonnage for waste being burnt okay so but it is also capacity wise it is is much smaller but then i also looked at sulfur dioxide that's another tough one because it will often link with something like nitrogen oxides and actually create another particulate matter that would then affect even heart disease as well as the respiratory ones. And so uh, these are ones that are creating problems elsewhere. And particulate matter 2.5 is another one. And another area in which Wilmarth was twice as high as Herc in Hennepin County was in carbon monoxide. So we're putting carbon, extra carbon out there as well as things that are you know, that are damaging and contributing to our global warming. Yeah, Yeah. and and to and especially the health issues involved. So I did go a little further because I was 
aware of environmental justice designation. And you see it anywhere that there's a conglomeration of plants, you can almost assume around there are people who maybe are not able to advocate for themselves or for our poor or of color or not speaking English, you know, well, even tribal lands. Those are now getting the attention of the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, and the MPCA. They're all acknowledging that things have to be reworked to accommodate the extra, the accumulation of plants doing emissions that are dangerous. Now, is there just the one main one in Mankato then? Yes. So Wilmarth is the only one here. Mm -hmm. Okay. But nearby, all within a mile of an area called Germania Park, which is in Mankato. I never heard that term before I started digging into this. But it is just within a mile. There is Wilmarth that has an air permit and high emissions. They have Mankato Energy Center, which is gas-related. And it is a half a block away from <laughs> Wilmarth. And then nearby is Archer Daniels Midland. And they have their emissions. So when we looked at the three, we pulled the data together on all three of those air permits, 95% of all of the nitrous oxide in Mankato comes from those three plants. And they are, I, did I mention there were 26 air permits? And so we started looking at that whole picture of cumulative impact. And just as we were kind of, sub, as I was submitting this letter of concern, they were also working out at that very end of the session, the legislative session, Minnesota's legislative, they worked out a cumulative imp impact act. Now, they had to, with last minute kind of, you know, back and forths. Negotiations they, of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> compromises. There you go. They uh, limited it to the seven-county metro area could be have environmental impact areas, and then also Duluth and... Rochester. And okay, that is the second part of my issue is this is already been designated as an environmental justice area by the MPCA just based on low income. Sure. And Germania Park, I'll, I'll describe it to you because it took me a while to figure it out. It's you go to Highway 14, Wilmarth is just on the north side of that. It's that big t tower, it's smokestack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two smokestacks. Two smokestacks. Okay. Yeah, and then on the south side starts Germania Park of Highway 14. So it's very close there as the crow flies. Is it an actual park then? No. It's just <laughs> I mean, there is, I think, a park, uh, a grassy area there. Okay. And, yeah, but that is its term. And then it is outlined by the river, Highway 14, and then Riverfront Drive that kind of connects the triangle. Okay. Okay. So that is considered Germania Park, and it's a census area, uh, and they were able to pull the census data on income. Uh, at this last, from this last census, and it was deemed um, an environmental justice area of concern. So that that does give it some more weight when you're looking at ways to help an area. And in particular, my my notion is we need to go back to the legislature and have an amendment to the Cumulative Impact Act so that it includes outstate. And that was in there for a while, and then it got thrown out at the last minute. Are there currently any guidelines that you can't produce over a certain 
percentage of emissions right now? Is there something out there or, or is there nothing? And are we exceeding that? Good question. There are limits and they're established for each facility. Okay. And so that is where Wilmarth does. And when I, I received back my response from the MPCA, got a nice four pager from a, an agent and she made the point that it does meet uh, or it's under limits. Well, the problem is they are not at the capacity that those limits are established for. So with the lower capacity, they, they are not exceeding limits. But we've just found out recently with a tour, after a tour of Wilmarth, that they are planning as of February 1st, 2024, Wilmarth is going to submit a plan to the PUC to expand Wilmarth rather than retire it because it's scheduled to retire in the end of the year 2027. So what happened to that that they were going to retire it and now it's not? What what happened in the meantime? Well I think I they want uh, to up their their ability to take more. Now who is they? The owners. Excel. Oh Excel. Okay. Okay. To answer your question about are we do they have limits? And yes, every air permit has its own set of limits for the type of emissions that are coming from that facility. Okay. Okay. And so Wilmarth has their own, and so does Bankato Energy Center, Center so does ADM, so does Cinex, Harvest States, you know, CHS. So all these different plans do have a permit limit or permit limits. When they, they do consider the permit limits, it fits they're okay. But they are not at the upper producing amount, and they want to be. They, so they, they want to produce more. They want to produce more. But also, there are shades of concern, yeah, I'm sure, with Excel that they are going to be facing a shutdown of the facility in Hennepin uh, County, and that's HERC. So Hennepin County is probably going to be shutting theirs down. Well, I, there's a big push for it. It's going to take a long time, perhaps, but it might come sooner than they think uh, because there are, again, environmental in injustice, I'm going to call it, areas around that facility that are really pushing hard. And, and in fact, it's now no longer considered a renewable energy option as it has been in the past. And so, so what do they use in place of that? So they're burning all this trash. So what happens to all that excess trash that, that's going to be left over? And how are they going to make up for what they're not producing? Okay, exactly. And if you ask them, they'd say, oh, it's going to the landfill. Well, we know already that there are shipments coming from the Twin Cities down to our Wilmarth being burned. Newport has a regular agreement to split some 311 tons regularly between Red Wing and Red Wing has another facility that's an incinerator and Wilmarth. So we know it's coming from those. We have them coming south. Only there's not a huge amount that comes from our Mankato, North Mankato, Lake Crystal area. But uh, we do serve, uh, Wilmarth does serve our local area and then south of us, a number of uh, counties. In short, I'm concerned that our emissions are too high. They are in ranges that are detrimental to health in some of these areas. And then we compound that with 
being right in Germania Park, where these people should not have. And it's it's common across the United States that these environmental justice areas do get impacted a lot more heavily with health issues. So. And in uh, something you sent me, you said the development of the 54-acre Jefferson Quarry property that's just south of Wilmarth, that's a concern too because that is being developed now with, with new housing, et cetera, and likely to be some low-income folks as well. So that was another concern I think that you brought up that it's beyond the Germania area to this now this Jefferson Quarry area. Which is also just right up against Wilmarth but, and right along the river. It does concern me because that makes it a bigger consideration of do we allow them to expand uh, and only create more? And what I would like to know is what is Herc, Hennepin County's uh, burner doing that we are not doing here in Mankato? Have you asked them? Did they? Yeah. And what were you told? Okay, I was told it was like comparing apples to oranges Uh. and that maybe Herc was doing something more with their NOx, their nitrogen oxide, than Wilmarth was. And I'm saying... Uh, then let's do that. <laughs> uh, if it's if it requires higher tech, they do a really amazing job with what they've got there. We've toured it, and they're on top of all of these measurements, and yet uh, some things are not being measured and reported, and there are trace trace metals like arsenic and antimony that also affect health. Those are not not being monitored regularly like some other trace elements. And then you asked me before we started about uh, PSE, okay? This is where they entered in because we were looking at the bear data. And there is a group, referred to themselves as PSE, it's uh, short for Physicians, Surgeons, and Engineers for Healthy Energy. And they provide a service, and they did this for Hennepin County for a couple of environmental justice areas there, in providing a report that is very comprehensive and that gives health consequences if you know if you go to the limits and all of the industry and traffic and businesses that can contribute to this in addition to this cumulative I just saw there was a report, in fact, just this past week from that PSE group, and this is what they said. According to the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, the Wilmarth Biomass Power Plant is located in an environmental justice area. Based on a wealth of scientific evidence, we know that under-resourced communities tend to be exposed to higher levels of air pollution and are more vulnerable to the effects of air pollution. So knowing this, we decided to provide a summary of air pollution and energy equity considerations in the community surrounding the facility to assess how this plant was contributing to the cumulative pollution in the region. So that's that was just from this report that came out last week from them. Great. And that is what our meeting uh, by Zoom was just uh, the other day. Now, is, who, was, who was in this meeting and what, what were you trying to accomplish? Well, basically, there is a, a Minnesota environmental justice table, and a representative from that was there, and then two or three people from PSE. They're located in Oakland. Uh, and then there was also someone from Red Wing, because they wanted to work on, they have about four different places that they are going to help out with these reports. And I've already received before, early on after the public comment, I received a review 
of what I had sent, which was the spreadsheets on, on emissions and comparing them and then ranking them uh, within even the Mankato area of which were the worst in emitters. And they then did a review that said that they would be, and they told us that they would be willing to do a full report. Okay. And so that's what our meeting was for uh, this last week. And that was to provide them with the basics. What do we want? When do we want it? And and exact uh, addresses and that sort of thing. Is there another public comment period coming up that you want to present this type of information that they gather at? There will be one. The Wilmarth manager, operations manager, said that they would be submitting their request to the PUC February 1st of 2024. And so I know that there will be a public comment time around that. So Betty, people might say, Betty Wingperth, she's a resident of Mankato for a long time. She does stuff with plastic, waste, etc. Why do you care so much, Betty? And how do you get involved with specific things like this? Once you once you see the data and once you see, you know, the area or the people that are affected, and basically we all could be affected, you know? I mean, air doesn't stop at the end of Germania Park. Right. So that kind of thing, I, I really am motivated by leaving this just a little better place than we got it. So how do you get others and inspire others to do something and what can they do? I mean, it, it seems so daunting. I think a lot of people say, well, I don't know what I can do because I'm just one person. Yet here's Betty out there, you know. Yeah, I have those flashes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and really, you, I guess you try and group. You try and find like-minded people. And if you are talking about these things, you usually do. And something like this is very helpful because it's brand new. You know, uh, there are some people who say, what? You know, what is what is an environmental justice area? And I don't know anything about emissions. And and well, what, a lot of people have no idea what Wilmarth is. When we say yeah. Wilmarth, unless you've lived here a long time, what is Wilmarth, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I feel as if, yeah, I I'm do one step at a time, mm-hmm. you know, and what's really nice about this is I am out of my league when it talks nitrogen oxides and sulfur dioxide and what that means. And so to have an organization like PSE, or I was first helped out with another organization that's Minnesotan called Cure. And they they are interested in uh, all things rural. Now, is that another nonprofit or state yeah. organization? Okay. Yeah, it's a nonprofit. And it's basically to help environmentally in Minnesota in outstate. And with the rivers, it started with rivers, concerned with rivers. And then to see the uh, person there pick up on the public comment I made, you know, because everyone can read it. And she dug a little further and submitted her comment on behalf of CURE. And then also that got carried on to PSE and she submitted the PSE report to the EPA and said, can you please, you say that you are now paying a lot more attention to environmental justice areas. This is a perfect area to wait and take in more information before you reissue their permit. Well, I think that the the MPCA to their credit, did make some changes on the permit, you know, uh, stopping uh, four gas-burning incinerators. And then I think there was something else about fuel oil that was being burned there. And so they have changed a little bit, but they said basically it was still within, but within their permit limits, 
But when they were writing that report, it was before the Cumulative Impact Act had crystallized in the legislature. So what I'm hoping is that we can get an amendment to that that when the legislature meets again. So it goes beyond just the metro area. Yes. That's what the amendment would be. Yeah, or Duluth or Rochester. Yeah. So so we're I'm working towards that and I, but I'm I'm really wanting people to stop and say let's we've got to rethink this whole process. It's really the keys are really in reducing the waste. So what do you want people to do? I mean if you're the folks listening say, well, that sounds like a great idea, but what what can we do? Well, we do need leadership. That is really, I mean, we have put too much on people saying, oh, if you just recycled better. And I'm sorry, <laughs> up to a certain point, there's only so much you can recycle. Mm-hmm. And the way it is set up now, only so much of it, if it's not recycled unless there's a resource that can recycle that. So we need a structure going that will reward better true recycling and reusing and reuse reducing in in ways that make it across the board businesses and those producing say the plastic or the umpteenth item you didn't need you know if they don't have good recycling and willing to take it back and recycle it themselves then they should pay for the for producing it and, and having it as waste. So we need to just, it really needs a shift in culture, but also in policies. We need the policies out to reinforce you and I trying to do the best we so can. So are you encouraging folks to bring this information to their leaders, their legislator, legislators, their city officers, etc.? Yes. So that's what you're hoping, that yeah. enough people speak up and they'll say, well, maybe we should pay attention to this. And they do. They pay attention to the comments from the public. That's the first time I've ever made a public comment oh, really? to, oh. you know, the MPCA. I ask them lots of questions sometimes, but, and I'm surprised at getting a full, it, it wasn't a, a frivolous kind of comment. I had actual data behind me, right. but they, they made a few changes and they responded according to their state permits at that point. Well, as they change the permit a little bit, but also as time goes on, they are developing ways to deal with the accumulation of, say, these three plants around one area. How do we how do we deal with that? We do we just reduce the limits on their permits, or so they're working that out. They're trying to come up with rulemaking, uh, or they're doing rulemaking now for it. I wanted to make this statement clear so people don't think that. Betty's trying to shut down Wilmarth. You write, my intent is not to shut down Wilmarth, but to see that cumulative emissions are truly safe for the Mankato and Germania Park area. And so that's, wanted to just make that clear. So it's not you out saying, well, shut shut it down. Well, uh, what I don't want is for it to expand. Okay. And for us to expand it in order to take, make more profit by taking from other parts of the state that are going to be without an incinerator now. I mean, why shove it onto Mankato? Well, what else do you want to share with folks? Well, no, you covered it as far as the city plans. That that really caught my attention of developing now uh, Jackson Quarry. And it is, again, a cool idea that we really are going to, but we have to stop and think, are these people going to be in danger too? You know, and and developing it as parks and fountains and, you know, it sounds fun, but we really have to pay attention to what's going on 
even more so in this industrial area. So is part of that planning then, do they look at the environmental impact? Do you know before they go ahead and build? I think I really don't know. I know that most things in development now do have to go through an environmental impact statement. Okay. As to whether they say that this Jackson Quarry development is years in the making yet. Sure. But they're already talking to people in the area and what do you want in it? But what I don't want it in, in it is <laughs> so many emissions. Sure. So I think that that's why I'd like to get it out there now so it becomes more of an important uh, stake for all of us. And I know, Betty, you wanted to let people know that if they have been affected by some of these emissions, maybe their health has been compromised, that you would like them to call you. So you had mentioned that earlier, say, hey, I want people to contact me and let me know about what they've experienced. Yes, please. For example, what? Yeah, for example, if you have had an asthma condition for, uh, if you've lived in Germania Park, and it'd be interesting to know how long, but also we'd like to know what health issues you have encountered and are having difficulty with. That is the type of thing uh, both, I think it would be interesting to know about heart, heart issues or about a respiratory. Those are the two big ones, but anything that you would like to contribute, it would be, I mean, we would ask for your name and phone number only because, so we could talk to you, but we wouldn't necessarily, you know, we would not <laughs> share that right. uh, publicly without your permission or without your telling your own story. How can people get a hold of you? How do they get that information to you, Betty? Okay, we have an email address for Mankato, and it is Mankato0Waste at Gmail. Dot com. But I'd also like to offer up, because not everybody has a computer, right. I'd like to offer up my phone number. My cell is 507-380-1008. And I'd be happy to, I always answer, this is Betty, so you'll know. Uh, and I'd be happy to hear your story and see what you think living in that area. All right, Betty, thank you for your time in explaining this concern and letting others know about this. I appreciate it. We've been talking with Betty Winkworth, the co-chair of the Mankato Area Zero Waste. Thank you for your time. Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.